It's the 2603 Podcast with Josh and Dan. Season 2. Well, we're good. We're here. Welcome. Uh, I don't have to say that anymore because we already have an intro. Whoops. Yes, we do. Oh, well, we can still welcome people. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> so today is a regular day of just chit chat and banter. Hopefully you guys like the smut, smut exhibit episode we did. I liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. But I think... Uh, it does appeal to a type a certain demographic yeah but here's the thing i i don't know if we just came back from our hiatus and people are listening to it now but the views are racking up on it pretty quick yeah 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 and it was uh i mean it it uploaded so quick like every all the platforms got it so quick so uh that really uh, helped us out too but you're right. Um, it does. It is for a certain audience. But fuck it, you know. Yeah, and I mean, like, cause, uh, it's just. I mean, some people just don't watch porn like that. I guess. Yeah, but they. But I think it. we did it beyond that. I don't think we were actually just talking. About, I don't know. It wasn't like we were like, and then uh, guy one totally ripped that pussy open <laughs> you know it's not graphic yeah it's just i feel uh, like our normal podcast is way more graphic than it that. was that was our most tame episode it was about porn yeah so anyway. i really liked it it was a fun it was a really fun episode i like recording that episode i like uh doing the research on it uh but i think we should do uh one it's a movie called um the Devil in Miss Jones, which is like my favorite one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that one next. <clears throat> so I kind of wanted to dive in a little bit about the the hiatus, um, and I totally forgot to re-listen to the prelude. But I guess you're there, you're here, so you can just tell me. Um, oh. oh, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think it was just because. Uh, beyond just being busy with our normal lives, uh, it, it was, did act as a, you know, it did feel like a second job. Yeah, it was um, the it was the destiny the destiny effect. The same shit happened to us twice already with the same fucking video game. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, but we I, don't want this to become like a chore. Um, right, but I think it's we, smart because we we're able to realize it where some people just don't you know and then they keep fucking doing something and then they're miserable yeah so uh we definitely just want to keep this fun um and everything so if we uh if we do take breaks that's just because we just need to have that space i guess yeah, the, the podcast itself isn't changing. It's not going to sound yeah. too different or whatever. It's just we're cutting. It's not even like creative differences. It's just like. We're just cutting uh, time constraints and uh, windows and uh, time windows and pretty much stuff that um, 
that a job would put on you. Yeah, and I was like, you need to do two episodes a week. They need to come out at this time, mm-hmm. and yada yada yada. Yeah, and and like, uh, fuck, I just had I had something in my head and I totally forgot about um what I was gonna say. Hold on. Okay. I'm gonna sit here and think okay. for a while. Uh, dead air. Yeah, I know. Um, so, anyways, uh, as far as uh, it feeling like another job, we definitely, uh, I took it as because I like structure. There we go. I like structure way too much, to where I felt like if we didn't have structure inside of it, then we were gonna fail. And at this point, like, uh. I don't know why I was thinking in that particular way. And that's why I was like, we need to get things done like on, on, you know, on time. So if we're going to say, uh, episodes are going to be released on Tuesday, then we have to, you know, abide by that. Right. Um, and then that app, that absolutely took the fun away because, you know, I was, uh, I was fucking bugging you all the time to see when the episode, and I know that was annoying, um, and everything. Yeah, but, but I think I, th- I think another reason why it was so shitty was because of how we recorded and the editing. So I did the smut the smut exhibit episode. And I listened to about fifteen minutes of it without editing anything, and then mm-hmm. after that, I was like you know what it's gonna be fine whatever well the but i realized that the thing that I was editing out a lot was um, background noise well no no it was the because how we were doing it before was through craig and discord right uh-huh there was too many choppiness it, it wasn't a reliable oh source. yeah yeah so this new method that we're using now is just it's so much more reliable and cleaning it up is easier so it's not like, hey, I have to edit this episode. It's not a burden anymore. It's just putting pieces together. Yeah. No, I definitely get that. So um, now that it's back and, you know, fun and everything, we had our we had our time to just live our lives the way that we wanted to live it for the moment. We're back at it. And yeah, I think, it's, uh, yeah, it was fun. The first one was fun. So whatever. It's it's all good. Uh <laughs> But it's interesting that we started doing this again because I just, uh, Daniel and I, well, mostly me, mostly I, watch a show on YouTube called Sugar Pine 7, and they're connected with the Rooster Teeth Rooster Teeth. Yeah, so apparently they got fired from Rooster Teeth. They did? Yeah, and so I picked up context clues. I don't think they flat out and said it. I think they did a a final episode about it, but I only picked it up from the podcast that they did. And so if I put everything together, apparently, you know, so before they were on Rooster Teeth, they had won that little award for best series, right? Mm -hmm. Which came out of nowhere. Most everyone was like, why did they win it? Why? What the fuck? Where is Liza Koshy and all these like high-profile YouTubers or whatever, and that blew them up. So then I guess Rooster Teeth Rooster Teeth ended up picking them up. And so after that, it was like they were getting a lot of views, 
etc and then i guess their views started dwindling like fucking crazy like a significant amount hmm. their their views were down a significant amount and there was even you know on their on the rooster teeth subreddit everyone was like why is the why are the views going down so much <clears throat> and so come to find out i guess i guess the content started getting shittier you know it wasn't like it wasn't it was just the content and it wasn't oh. as good as it used to be well on the podcast they explained um basically what we were talking about right so they joined rooster teeth and then so they still are in good terms with everyone at rooster teeth like they're still yeah, friends with them sure. or whatever they were really upset about it they said uh i guess kib and steve and Subtick were like they were so embarrassed about getting fired that they just left and they didn't say goodbye to anyone not because oh, they didn't like sucks. them yeah not because they didn't like them but because they were just so embarrassed about it and james was like yeah that's kind of messed up you guys probably should go say bye because he he cleaned up his last stuff and everyone was super understanding about it or whatever but i guess the other two were like it was just hard for them to face it to face them or whatever because it was so embarrassing so apparently though they were saying like the reason why the show started getting shitty was because they before it was just them with a camera they would pick up their camera like just them hanging out at the park and then do yeah. stupid shit and that was their show right and then yeah. they would edit it really well and none of it was forced or anything but now you're supposed to do they said oh Rooster Teeth wants this many episodes in this amount of time and I want you know do this podcast here and then do this and then do that and then it's like they it just random dry so it's like we're not we weren't being creative anymore because we just had to fill in these slots that yeah. were that we were contractually that we contractually agreed yeah. to yeah right so it's like before is like we're just gonna fucking pick up a camera and do something and then put it up on youtube and then that's that whenever we want but now we're like forced to do something and it's like well i don't really feel creative right now i don't know what to do so let's force something so like a lot of it was improv and then like the jokes were so garbage because and then you know it's like well this is as good as it's gonna get because this is the best joke out of the whole show so we're gonna have to leave that shitty joke in yeah you know and so yeah, it's like a perfect example of like it, how we don't want that to happen right exactly that's that's something that we don't want to happen with this show yeah yeah that sucks because i really did like uh 7.7 yeah, uh, sugar sugar pine seven sorry um and i really I really wanted to buy that merch that they had. I wonder if you could still buy their merch. <laughs> yeah, well, so apparently they're not going to be connect they're not going to be connected with Rooster Teeth anymore, but Steven's, they'll still be yeah, a channel. Do their thing. Are they like I wonder how that contract works. I wonder if they have to like So they the reason why it came out name. of nowhere was because mm -hmm. the on the contract they couldn't talk about it until they were actually out of it. Oh. Right. So, um, oh, but the, so the, they knew for some time. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I guess Stephen Stephen Subtick is the lead of the show. He pretty he pretty much created it, and he was like, um, uh, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say now. <laughs> yes, I'm not the only one. I was already drinking earlier today. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, smoked a little bit and then. I have a, a beer. I just have a beer. Well, basically, he was so upset. Oh, that's what I want to say. He was, I, I guess he was really upset with how hit that last season was. Like, it's not just the audience that knows, and it's because it shows with the uh, few amount of views that they were getting. But he was so upset with it that he's very much contemplating deleting all of it and then just starting fresh. And then, like, in the YouTube comments, everyone's like, do not delete. Do hmm. not delete it, you know. But I guess he's really embarrassed about it. That sucks. Yeah. There's that. Um, what do you have to talk about? Anything? Except for my fucking loud-ass fucking fat neighbors above me. Dude, I don't understand. They never fucking sleep Let's fucking talk about neighbors. Dude. <sighs> That's funny that you say that because my neighbors clearly work um, a different shift. <laughs> it's not a normal shift because they're up in the middle of the night all, all night. Yeah. Like, so they probably work nights. Like it's quiet now, but like in the middle of the night, their shit will be. But if if we were awake at the same time and my TV was on, their TV was on, I probably wouldn't hear it. But since it's dead quiet in my apartment. I it's like it's blaring. It's like the TV is in my room. Yeah, what the like fuck? I can hear that. I'm I've watched game. I've watched every episode of Game of Thrones twice. Once <laughs> watching it and hearing it, and then and the other time just hearing it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be laying in bed thinking, "Oh yeah, this is." Oh, dude, that's a good that thing that you part. watch it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I watch it on the dot. Like, yeah. Like, because uh, Amber was like telling me. Yeah, it comes on at 5.57 p.m. Pacific time. I was like, what? I know, it comes on at 6. She's like, no, you don't get it. It comes on at 5.57. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, so I can start it three minutes earlier, I guess. Why? Why did she... First of all, that's a weird time slot, but why did she know that? <laughs> because she is a social media holic. Oh. So she's constantly on social media. So there was this one time where we drove to like a vegan festival or whatever. Yeah. And we were coming back late and the I was driving and the whole drive back, she was so annoyed that she couldn't get on Instagram. She was like fiending. She's like a drug addict. <laughs> Jesus. She's like, I can't get on. I can't get on. I can't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not that way. No. But I'm talking about my neighbors upstairs above me. Like, mm. um, typically, I don't mind just like normal fucking noise. Like, I if they're walking and stuff, I don't mind it. But these people, um, are like, they're not fat, but they're fat, <laughs> right? And your apartment shakes. It's not that it no. It's just it fucking like they they. It's creaks, but it's like the heaviest creaks that you can hear. Maybe it's your building. This is going to be my demise. Yeah. 
is I'm gonna be sleeping, right? And <laughs> I already see where you're going. Fucking right. <laughs> and you're gonna get a on mattress beds, on top of your mattress. Fucking, and then they're gonna come crashing down into my apartment, <laughs> and I'm going to get crushed to death by. Yeah, it's gonna create a curry. Sandwich. A metric ton. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> No, so and it's funny. like and they don't fucking stop walking like this bitch was like fucking vacuuming right uh for like two hours he they're in the same exact apartment for as i am that has to be an exaggeration two hours uh, dude vacuuming vacuuming two hours i got home at six and they they uh 745 they probably stopped it's not a vacuum then. No. Or it's an It's a vacuum because I can hear her walk, her fat ass walking, <laughs> creak, 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 uh, and then her shoving the vacuum back and forth. I think <laughs> they're on meth, dude. I think they do some sort of drugs. Well, that would And I, I say this as I'm shouting and my windows are open and shit. So, and they always have their fucking windows open. So, I want to um, hear them yell right out their window. I don't give a shit. It's a big black guy and his Jesus Christ and his old white lady. Not old. She looks old. It's because they're on meth. Yeah. Fine. Do your meth. I don't care. But be fucking quiet. Stop walking. I don't know. I think meth is the one that like shuts you out. I know. I I wish they did heroin. It's like crack, probably. It does. It makes them hyperactive and shit. That's why they're up at all hours. I don't know that they do meth, but I just assumed. Like the first day I moved into the apartments, he comes down and he's like talking to me and he's like, hey, da, 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 da. and his like his eyes are like really squinty and they're bloodshot. I just thought he was like high on pot, right? And so uh, he comes back and talks to me again and like. And says the same like, exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> Then I would be like, this guy's definitely on drugs. We're having the same fucking conversation word for right. word. No, um, but he's uh, now he's like a little bit aggravated with me. Sorry. Do you know how that, that scenario plays out? This is what happens, right? He's like talking with his wife. Maybe you should talk to that Indian guy downstairs, you know, because we're so loud. It's like, uh, I'm high as fuck right now. I was like, just do it. And like, uh, okay. So he goes down there and he says it out. It's like scripted, right? You're like, oh, okay. And then he leaves and then he like wanders for a bit and then he comes back into the apartment and his wife is like, did you talk to that Indian guy? Like I said, and he's like, uh, I don't remember. I'll just go again just to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, this is the same exact shit. I don't remember. How do you get lost going to his apartment? It's literally right above me. There's nowhere else. Yeah. Anyways, no, he comes back down. And he's a little bit aggravated with me, and um, and I'm like, in my hands, I have my big ass fucking TV, right? Okay. And so he stops me, and he's like, "Hey, man, wait, why do you have um, your TV? Are you moving in?" Yeah, I'm moving in. Okay. Yeah, this is the first day I'm moving in. Yeah. Okay, well, you didn't explain that. I thought you oh, were. I'm on sorry. Drugs. I said, I'm sorry. I thought I did say that. Maybe you did, but maybe I didn't. Anyways, I just thought you were on drugs, just carrying your TV around. <laughs> No. Um, and so uh, I was uh, holding my TV and he stops me and he's like, hey, man, um, I know you're moving in and everything. I just want to let you know 
uh every time you go in and out of your apartment the door slams and it just shakes my apartment <laughs> and i was like oh yeah man i'm so sorry it's just gonna be uh you know i'll, I'll be more ca- cautious of it now uh and everything yeah um that's funny and he's like and he was going on and on about he's like oh yeah we're pretty quiet people you know we don't even know i'm like yeah yeah i'm not i'm not i'm you know i'm pretty quiet myself and stuff um and then that was it like i didn't really want to chit chat with him um how the turntables (laughs) and so i go into my apartment uh and then I'm living in my apartment and it's this constant, it's this fucking like, uh, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just running back and forth in their apartments. They're just pacing and everything. Um, I think I heard er, like one of them fall cause it was a pretty <laughs> bad thud. Well, hold on. Let me, let me play devil's advocate here because I think that this happens in most apartments and when you're on the bottom floor at least yeah right and so i don't think okay so well maybe they are crackheads or whatever but like everything is amplified so like i'm always cautious about it like when i like when i when i trip on something it doesn't sound like it makes a crazy fucking noise yeah but i'm I'm the absolute same way right but when but when you're downstairs and you hear someone trip it's like amplified like crazy yeah but also i think um, everything is though because like so i'll have my tv at like a reasonable (laughs) volume that i think is good you know not too loud or anything and then i'll walk outside to like take out the trash and I'll hear my fucking TV. I was like, Jesus, it's fucking blaring. These walls are thin. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely get it. Like, I usually I'm not, I don't mind it. Usually I don't mind, you know, the noise. But it is constant. Yeah, well, that's just one of the cons of living in an apartment, I think. And I don't understand if they're moving around so much, how are they so fucking fat? Dude, maybe they're trying to work that work on that by doing meth the most. They're just not doing it right then. Watch you they're probably go into doing their meth apart- and watch like you go smoke into their apartment. Go into their apartment and you're gonna find no chairs, no couches, <laughs> so they can't sit down. It's all part of their workout plan, just because they hate working out so much, which is not a bad idea. It isn't, and you know, and they're on the second floor, so they gotta walk their fat asses up, up and down the stairs, which also also rattles my fucking apartment. These fat fucks, dude. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's your pot. <coughs> I'm uh, I'm blaming your apartment on this one. I'm also blaming their weight. garbage structure, garbage uh, architecture, or whatever the fuck it's called. Um. Um. Yeah. But anyways, I get, I get it. It's just. Just stop doing the math. <laughs> they get it from my neighbor too, because I'm pretty sure he sells fucking meth. He has a sign on his door. It says, uh, meth please here. knock and await further <laughs> instructions. It literally has a sign. Just please knock and await further instructions. And I, I really hope that 
that guy doesn't sell meth, and I hope that he's just an interesting motherfucker. You know? I like, haven't you? Have he gets you a lot seen... of people. He gets a lot of people like knocking on his doors at like. Right, you're probably right. He probably is a fucking drug dealer. But what yeah, I'm saying is, all hours. I, I know. want it to be something else. Like you know, in uh, that movie Amelie, it was mm-hmm. just like you know, it was just like that movie was a pretty good movie about the. I mean, as a secondary. Um, what's it called? Like the basis of the movie, I guess. It's a good look into uh, like other people's lives. That's like secondary to the main plot. Yeah. Of the film, right? It was like because it would like get into little that movie. What that movie does well is that it it talks about the little things that people do, and then it's weird because. Do you remember the beginning of the movie when when they're describing Amelie? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it talks about how, like, she... There's, like, a thing of dry beans, and she likes running her hands into it, and then just because she knows how it feels. And every time she's at that little uh, farmer's market kiosk yeah. or whatever, she has to do it every single time. And then they, they detail so much of that that they don't have to like fully explain someone's character for you to understand them. And my point is coming back to the apartment thing. I hope that guy is just like some weird fucking dude. Like he's like a military vet who's watch him be like a social worker. He's trying to like relive his army days. So he's like, every time someone knocks on his door, he's like, he, (laughs) he starts shouting out like sets of instructions. He's like, stand at attention. As I open the door, take three steps in. He's a Somalian guy. (laughs) What the fuck? So? Somalis can't be fucking military vets? He's straight out of Somalian. Somalia. Alright, so he's a pirate. (laughs) He does look like one. (laughs) Anyways, he's all skinny and like. He's either Somalian or I'm picturing fucking Jack Sparrow here. Mm-mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Somalian pirate. Yeah. Anyways. Um. So and they're like they always knock and then they always say their name. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm not joking. That's it's so like cool. knock knock knock. Hey, it's Mark so and so. Dude, if he we lives were, three far, floors up. Mark so and so. If we were in high school, we would have a little. You know, before we could like drink and stuff. Mm-hmm. It would be so fun to like just figure that out. Oh, <laughs> like bring a tent right outside his door or whatever, in, in a nice hiding spot, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. That sounds so weird. It's super interesting. And his apartment is so bright. Like he changed all the lights out to be like these really bright white fluorescent <laughs> like LEDs. Yeah, it looks like a fucking clean room. <laughs> Also, I saw him walking in uh, out of another apartment and locking it with a key. I think he has two fucking apartments here. <laughs> Anyhow, it's so fucking weird. This, like, I love living here because everybody here is so fucking eccentric. Um, there's yeah, this I can tell. senile lady. Uh, and I don't even think she's old enough to be senile, but she's senile. Uh, she asks me for cigarettes every time I'm out there. Hey, do you have a cigarette? 
exactly that way. Hey, do you have a cigarette? Um, and I think she's like either Hispanic or she's um, native. I can't really tell. She's really short. She never wears a fucking bra. And it's just like saggy tits everywhere. <laughs> Anyways. Um, hey, it sounds you like you fucking hate everyone at your apartment. No, no. I don't you're mind being her. I actually talk to her and stuff. you're being incredibly critical on everyone. One I guy just... does crack. One guy's a fucking drug dealer who's also a pirate. You know what? I... <laughs> you're a piece you of called shit. him a pirate. Oh, yeah. Did I? Yeah. yeah, I didn't say it. I just said he was Somalian. Dude, all my neighbors fucking hate me, probably, because all my windows are open. I'm just talking mad shit about everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Um, they just want to be on the podcast. Like, hopefully they can talk about me. I know he does that stupid-ass podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do. Anyways, so she always asks me for cigarettes, and uh, I never have any because I vape. Um, but I, one time I was just like, oh, you know, what? I'm gonna be nice, and I bought a pack of cigarettes, and I I gave her the entire pack of cigarettes. I said, hey, here you go. Um, and I think she she literally just sat down and smoked the entire pack in one go because literally I was walking out at night, and she's like, hey, do you have a cigarette? <laughs> Fucking lady, and I was like, and so. Uh, I told her. I told her straight up. I was like, "Hey, I don't smoke. Like, I just bought those cigarettes for you that one time." Um, that's nice. If you uh, if you can just stop asking me, please, because it Did gets you say really that, annoying. Really? Yeah. And uh, I feel she like doesn't. there's a <coughs> sorry smoking. Uh, I just feel like there's a nicer way to do that. I don't know. I I've. You're just very straightforward, though. I guess. Yeah, but like most people anyway, don't take too kind. I was really it. nice about it. I just said, "Can you just please stop asking me?" Just because you say "please" doesn't mean it's nice. I don't. See, I don't see how that's not or. In your head, it mean. probably sounded good. But she just made a new friend, and he's like, "Can you please stop asking?" No, me I mean, for I shit? St- I'll still talk to her. Like, I just don't want her to keep asking me for a cigarette. So for you to say. Can you please stop asking me for cigarettes? It comes out polite for her fragile ears. It's, can you please stop fucking bugging me with the cigarette thing again, you stupid bitch? Well, it doesn't even fucking matter because she <laughs> still asks me for cigarettes every fucking day. Um, I think she has some mental health issues, though, because I think uh, oh, the terrorist tr- uh, c- truck comes and picks her up. I don't even think she's supposed to be smoking, to be honest What's with you. What's a terrorist truck? Terrace, terrace, so T E R R A S, and they, uh, okay, well, it's a facility that? for mental health people, like people who either are coming uh, away from um, like drug addictions and they have mental health from that, or PTSD people. Or... Everyone does drugs, Daniel. You got it. No, I'm not saying she's on drugs. I'm just saying, like, it just deals with that. Like, they deal with suicidal people. And all of that. I'm not saying she's on drugs. She doesn't seem like she's on drugs. I just think she's just mentally unstable. Yeah. Um, and like I don't mind. And I think there's a lot because there's a guy named Fernando. I spoke to Fernando for uh, I don't know, uh, thirty minutes. He also asked me for a cigarette, and I'm like, I don't have any. But he's like, Hey man, do you want to hang out? And uh, again, I'm not. I don't. 
and I said, I, I just told him, I was like, you know, I'm, I, I'm really too busy to hang out with anybody. Um, but I don't mind talking <laughs> to you right now. Um, so I, you know, I chatted with him for a while and then I told him that I had to go because I think he was wanting to just linger. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, I gotta, you know, what's weird. Start getting ready for bed about cigarettes is that so i stopped smoking for about five weeks now yeah I'm not like i don't know i feel like it's cheating because i'm using the jewel thing or whatever i don't really necessarily think it's cheating but also so here's the thing i had i had to quit smoking because i'm having heart issues and so that was like the toughest one the whole change your diet thing i can do that uh cut down on alcohol i found out that i thought that was gonna be the hardest thing ever because i feel like i'm just a functioning alcoholic and (laughs) i do sometimes start getting shakes when i'm sober and stuff like that but i limited it to only drinking on the weekends which i broke that today but that's not the point the point is smoking was easily the toughest one um so that's why i picked up the jewel thing because it's the tobacco thing that fucks with your heart not the nicotine right Mm. so while i've completely cut cigarettes out for five weeks i'm still getting the nicotine fix and i still am craving nicotine but i saw on instagram do you know uh this girl stephanie cornelius and she's uh she's on mr robot she's the dude's wife the super pretty one dude's wife uh what's that dude that's like addicted to elliot what's his name he's like the ceo or whatever oh yeah yeah yeah. i forget his name but now anyways his wife the one he has a daughter with right yeah so that actress i follow her on instagram and i found out that she had quit recently quit smoking cigarettes but she did it cold turkey and she said that she's proud that she did that but she wouldn't do it cold turkey ever again because it's incredibly unhealthy for you because i guess it like fucks with your whatever it fucks with your body yeah chemical chemical imbalance exactly and you like she she started getting depressed and all this and yada 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 um and she's just finally now getting over that part of it right so when you do it you're supposed to do it slowly but she just did it cold turkey and it really fucked with her so right now i'm doing the jewel thing and i still crave nicotine but i guess the good part is that i'm not getting the tobacco part which is the most unhealthy thing about it nicotine just makes you addicted to it i'm probably gonna so i don't really think nicotine's bad because it doesn't do anything but make you addicted to that egg like there's uh vegetables that naturally produce nicotine and like eggplant is one of them um and i've heard of people getting addicted to eating eggplant oh that's so weird isn't it that's so weird and so um and i think like there's small traces in tomatoes or something like that but anyways eggplant has like um, a lot of it not a lot it's not like a a huge amount right Mm -hmm. but people who like are vegans and stuff and they eat like a lot of vegetables and a lot of um 
like things that consist of eggplant. They've I've, I've heard that they've cr- they just crave eggplant, which I don't know. I don't. I mean, I've had eggplant. I think. I don't I've had know, it. Really. I feel like I've I could count on my finger how many times I've had had eggplant. Probably two times. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't seem like a really attractive. Yeah, it's the symbol for thing. dick. Well, now it is. Yeah. Um, nicotine is bad in the way that you become addicted to something, and for you to obtain that, you have to shell out money. So it's still so it that, doesn't. Yeah, that does that portion it, does really suck about it about it. Right, it doesn't kill that bad part about it, which mm-hmm. is very bad because I'm shelling out a shit ton of money on nicotine products, but. I mean, at least I might not die as soon as I would have, you know. Yeah, dude, really take care of your heart, man. <laughs> the, uh, but I do miss smoking a real cigarette. And, you know what? It's... And not looking like a piece of shit. <laughs> um, no, I'm, yeah, I'm it, looking it like really does look douchey. And Eastwood. I really hate that vaping looks so douchey. Um, but yeah, I know it does. Uh, Let me tell you then, something you know, about that's why I'm that's why I'm sticking. I mean, I'm doing the same thing you're doing, so I'm weaning myself thing, off right? of yeah the the vape, and I'm just jeweling it. Um, so I get though, I get that you're you shouldn't care what other people think or whatever. But it, it's not about them; <clears throat> it's about how I feel. Exactly, and I feel like a bitch. And uh, <laughs> like it, I would get so embarrassed to vape that when I'm in my car, right? Let's say mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not vaping, right? But I'm in my car and I'm stuck in traffic, and like two cars in front of me, a fatty cloud will fucking come out some guy's window. It's kind of cringy. I'll be like, what a fucking dumb bitch. Yeah. And then I'll grab my vape and then I'll fucking, do the same. fucking blast the AC and vape that shit. And <laughs> just uh, so I don't have to open the window. I would waste I really don't my care. air conditioning. I would waste my air conditioning because I don't want to open my window. It's not even hot outside, but I would do it so that I would ventilate. Uh, no, I don't really care too much anymore about that, but I am conscious about it. Like I know it looks stupid. But I don't care. Yeah. Um, Jewel minimizes that. So. Yeah, and I get it. It's I a young it person that, thing. You know, Jewel is a young, young people thing. Like, uh, but they, you know, they don't do it to try quit smoking. But it's like a, it's like a, it's very trendy to be. It's like hookah. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's not. It's main, it was mainly supposed to be no, well yeah, well it was mainly supposed to be for people to quit smoking, and uh, that's what people would use it for. And so I just think it's weird when you have someone like Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones, Sansa, uh, smoking a jewel when she had never before been a cigarette smoker. It's just super cringy to me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Sophie Turner and that dog but speaking of sophie turner we're gonna talk about game of thrones in a minute we're just gonna keep talking about whatever for right now but i know some yeah. people want to listen to this just to 
hear what we have to say about Game of Thrones because I've been inquired about it. Well, we're, we're probably going to talk about it now because I already segued into it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Hold you on. Know what, Cronus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, you know the thing that... Oh, my God. That <laughs> I can't. Hold on. Damn it, now I gotta edit this part. No, you don't. Just keep it in. It's fine. I thought it was gonna be a lot longer. Um <clears throat> uh, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, you know, okay, so the thing that I don't like about us about to talk about Game of Thrones is that we are it's it's gonna be a one sided argument. Oh yeah, I wish we, both we had feel the same. Right. I wish we had someone with <coughs> us that loved it yeah but that's few and far between actually well, never still, mind it's I'm not I'm still going to try to play devil's advocate as much as I can but I have very strong opinions about it actually all my opinions are strong I never have <laughs> relaxed opinions about anything honestly yeah uh, but uh, so before we get into Game of Thrones, let's talk about that. Um, so ever since I've been on, I've pretty much cut out Facebook, and mm-hmm. I'm like exclusively Instagram now. Me too. I've realized how vocal I was. <laughs> I mean, am. Yeah. About anything, the stupidest shit. Right, that I don't need to be vocal about, but I am for whatever reason. That's just in my DNA. But like, I don't understand how I will you get, just found that I will out. Get You've shaky. always been that way, huh? You've always been that way, though. Exactly. But I had a platform. Uh, now I don't. But oh um, yeah. I mean, I kind of do because I still do a little bit of ranting and the IG stories, but not crazy. Not like thirty paragraphs on something, but. I realize, like, I'm glad that Instagram takes that away from me. Yeah, me too. Because when I was into Facebook, I was fucking into Facebook. Like, I was always into it. Um, Instagram, I can get my fix within, like, five minutes. I just scroll, look at a few pictures, maybe look at a couple of stories, and then I'm done for, you know, a good amount of time. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at my phone less, uh, again, coming to the whole age thing. I think now I'm less, um, gravitated to to my phone. I don't really, the only thing I use it for really is communication. Uh, and the majority of that is texting. So I am staring at my phone, but it's, that's the thing though. Facebook was a social thing. It was that was a good it way of was, communication, but, no but what it turned into is a meme page. It, a well, it's like a meme page, or it's a shitty version of Reddit. Because what yeah. I'll get, what I'll get on my fucking Facebook is shitty memes that aren't funny. Uh, sports, uh, political articles incredibly Mm -hmm. biased like who the fuck what 
Okay, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> well, I was about to go off right now, but let me just put this out there. Some of these websites are so clearly one-sided, like they're going to cater to you and it's there's so many fucking sheep. Anyway, the the political articles, uh tasty videos and other bullshit. Yeah. Facebook when we did like right after MySpace died and we all transitioned to Facebook. This is our mm-hmm. generation, right? Yeah. Our generation is half MySpace and half beginning of Facebook. That yeah. that that whole timeline right there, that window was I'm going to put a status update about how I feel about something. Yeah. And then someone would be like, you know, their two cents and then someone else's two cents. Uh, random pictures of parties or whatever. It was it was more people oriented. More, yeah, people oriented. And now it's just like I'm gonna post this meme. Ha 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 ha. Funny, funny. Yeah. Next one. Stupid fucking bias bullshit article. And that's all it is. I there. It wasn't too long ago when I was on Facebook and I was scrolling through, and uh-huh. I was like, I was telling myself, I was like, I want to see how far I have to scroll before I get just a regular status update about something interesting or anything at all, really. And it was, I was scrolling advertisement and then me, 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 meme, you know, I was like, that was when I decided I'm never going on Facebook anymore. Yeah. Uh, I just got tired of, I just got literally tired of everything facebook got, uh, had to bring but you're right i was uh i think it was that. the transition that uh where it became more fucking share this video or share this thing type of thing and then less um people expressing themselves uh is when I, you know, decided to go away and stay strictly to Instagram. Where Instagram also it, has those meme things that go through it, but you can choose to follow that or not. Or, um, it's no, just it's just expected. because it started fresh. So, like, when someone adds me and I look at their profile and all I see is that they're just adding memes or whatever, I just, mm-hmm. I'll just like, okay, I'll let them follow me, but I'm not gonna follow back. <laughs> Yeah, but, no, uh, and I um, but I get with, that with Instagram though, you know what you're getting. You're getting photos, right? You're getting it's it's they're sharing pictures, which is good because that's what I like about Facebook is when people share pictures. But when people share pictures on Facebook, they eventually just show it, share it on Instagram anyway. So yeah, what am I going yeah. on Facebook for now anyway? Uh, but the thing with Facebook is I want more content like um cuz i know everyone's thinking well what the fuck should people talk about you know i want stuff just normal stuff like i just watched Revs- reservoir dogs for the first time and then thoughts something that's like five sentences and when people are like well you, you would never get that i was like that's that's untrue because that's stuff like that was what I got before yeah but uh 
Yeah, it's just it's so annoying. So that's why Facebook is dead to me. How did we even get to this conversation? I don't know. We went on a weird tangent. Whatever. I liked it. I like talking about social media. I like talking about how shitty it is and how good it is at sometimes. Yeah. Um, anyhow. Anyhow, we're at the forty-eight minute mark. Oh. Yeah, this is gonna be like a long that. fucking episode, guys. Yeah, because guys. I have a lot to say about Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think we both do. So. We have to approach this properly. Let's talk about from the beginning how we felt about Game of Thrones from the beginning, from like season one, what we liked about it, where we start, where we thought it started to fall off, then eventually leading on to the series finale. Um, and then once we get to the series finale, I wrote down on my phone a list of characters <laughs> that I have a problem with, and it's a long list. And I actually found out. That there are only two people whose endings I did not have a problem with. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll tell you those two people right now. (laughs) Because uh, who cares, right? So the first one is Theon. Because that's how you're supposed to end a character. Yeah. Um, And it's pretty self-explanatory. It was like redemption or whatever. Yeah, uh, I feel like yeah, it was. I mean, he died in his the his fucking arc was so crazy from where it began and then the middle and then the end. Oh yeah, uh, his story his storyline was probably one of the best storylines. So I wouldn't say that. I like I would say I like one how of it started bests. and where it went. But what was it like six? or five full seasons of him just being tortured was kind of shitty and boring um it wasn't really boring it showed how i mean it it did show him a lot and it did show him you know being broken and how he became to be fucking meek right but but, ramsey uh, wasn't boring but theon just being tortured all the time it's not like he had some insightful dialogue in in, during that time it was just him crying you know uh, yeah, and then the second character that I did not have a problem with was the witch Melisandra, just because. I mean, it was. Even though she was pretty significant in the beginning of the series, uh, she became yeah. You, she you can't really less... end it any other way, you know. I mean, like, what was she gonna do? Get killed by someone? Who 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 liked her and who hated her? No one really even knew. So fuck it. Just <laughs> yeah, it was. She wasn't like a terribly important person or character. Like, yeah. I get it. So, um, well, before you start, get tell me uh, your experience with the um, the start of the show, like the the beginnings. Your beginnings yeah, that's what I was going to go off. Is um, I will let you know that uh, I started this season of game of thrones pretty late i didn't start until the third episode Mm -hmm. uh and so i've been i just been binge watched right Um, i was talking about like the very very beginning like season one oh season one okay so your relationship with the show and how much it means to you if it means anything uh i started game of thrones really late in general i started four seasons behind so I binge watched it, and the only reason why is because that very Everyone first episode didn't catch my attention. No. Um, but anyways, all of the all, 
the uh, the entire series, I really loved the entire series, starting from, you know, the whole story with Ned Stark and everything. I really liked Ned Stark, and we only had him for one season, and it was kind of a like his death was the first kind of devastating death that we had to witness. Um, yeah, uh, and, and I think uh, with that, I think not just in that show, but like in TV in general, right? Yeah. Like Walt dying in Breaking Bad is pretty bad, but like there's very few instances that happen like that where Ned Stark literally his character was literally just the first season where it was built up and like it was so impactful at the end of season 1 uh it's just crazy how in such a short amount of time you can feel crazy about it in a certain way in just one yeah. season whereas with Walt uh now they could have killed Walt in the first season of Breaking Bad. We probably felt that way, but um, that was an eight-season buildup, or however many fucking seasons Breaking Bad was. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I definitely. Uh, yeah. So I feel like the writing style in the earlier parts of the uh, of the whole series, or not? Yeah, the whole series was. Um, more fine-tuned and i think it's because they actually had the books to base their you know a majority of their meat with i know they didn't go verbatim with the books but they at least had all of that once the books were they were ahead of the books and they started making episodes i think that's when it started doing a slight decline um because each series had like a very significant thing like season two um what was the significant thing that happened in season two? Season two <laughs> was the battle, not the Red Blackwater. Wedding. I think it was Battle of Blackwater. I think that was like the first actual. Let me see before I start talking bullshit. <clears throat> that was that's very early, right? And it was no because the Red so Wedding I was feel, in season so three. Season two was Battle of Blackwater, and that was the real, the first real actual like battle that happens in yeah. Game of Thrones and it was like such high production for a TV show anyways it's like shit you only see in movies yeah right and uh, and then and they were able to pull it off season two but I yeah. get what you're saying so some incredibly significant shit happens but uh, in- significant stuff happens season eight too but no I know that but I feel I, like I do want to get I do want to get there, but um, no, I know no, I'm still talking about like the what happens during in the earlier seasons like mm-hmm. it was all built up and like you actually had a lot of emotions um, compared to you know season eight where everything happened so fast you didn't have time to kind of remorse or whatever uh, or think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the series all the way up into where they were ahead of the books. Right. I still love the series like, regardless after that. But when like, was that though? Because they uh, there are some parts where they were ahead of the books early on. I in think the seasons. after. Yeah, I think season four is the where they were on par with uh, the books, and then season fives they were ahead. So now, five. And well, three. so apparently the way I understand it, so obviously Daniel and I have not read the books, but like five and six, uh, there were some timelines where 
they were still following the book. But in five and six, there were also some timelines where they were ahead of the book. So it was like coinciding. Okay. Right. So like the Jon Snow is actually a Targaryen thing that was ahead of the books, and that why that's why that was such a big deal for not just the TV watchers, but like even the people that read the books. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to preface this. I should have prefaced this in the beginning of this conversation by saying uh, that I've heard all of the arguments, and I'm going to bring those up. So if you're on the side where you liked Game of Thrones, you can still listen, and I'll tell you why. Because I know your arguments already. (laughs) Because I know if I was listening to a podcast and then, let's say, like, it's a podcast about someone talking about how much they liked game the series finale game of thrones and i wouldn't get very far without getting so annoyed that i would just shut it off <clears throat> oh yeah yeah so i i mean i don't want to i don't think i have like i'll i mean i have shit to talk but i don't have i don't okay, think it's like see, that's where we're different because i'm going in um <laughs> i started watching game of thrones from the beginning the first episode when it premiered and i've it's the I think it, it's one of the few shows where I didn't start late, and it's one of the few shows where I didn't or I didn't have to binge watch any of it because I was oh, yeah. waiting one waiting a whole week for every episode. Uh, That's where I'm different because I never start anything right when it starts. I always everything I watch is binged, everything. Yeah, that's good for you though because yeah. that, you get the luxury of doing that where I'm just constantly suffering. Um, but that's not, that's my fault because I'm, I'm always trying to be ahead of the curve. Yeah. Curve or curb? Curve. Curve Curve makes sense. All I had to do was think about it. (laughs) So, and I loved it. I love season one. I love season one so much. And I loved season two even more than I love season one. And the show just got better and better. It did. It was definitely one of my favorite shows. It's, it was definitely one of my favorite shows. I'm going to keep that statement like that. Uh, and the thing that Game of Thrones does well is um, focusing in on characters. And I think everyone can agree with that, right? So, like, that's why Ned Stark's death was so hard to take. That's why I felt real anger whenever Joffrey would come on screen. Yeah. You know, you, you what's it called? Uh, you're, yeah. People were just so immersed, right? Were yeah. Just in, in it. And that's what I loved about the show. They, and so there's an argument about the middle, how game of Thrones seasons, work with being great in the beginning and then just being super boring in the middle and then just being super drawn out and then having a great ending right and the argument for the series finale that i've heard and most of these arguments are from funhouse okay uh did funhouse like it uh they were split bruce loved it elise hated it and it was very there was no in between so it's like 
Elise. Is that on their podcast? Yeah, the Dude Soup podcast. And no one knows what we're talking about right now. But for you, Lawrence and Elise liked it. James and Bruce. Oh, no. Lawrence and Elise hated it. James and Bruce liked it. But, um, but see, the, the thing is, like, that argument was that there was, it was interesting. And then at the end, that's when the action happened. And that's what you like. But I disagree with that because I like the middle parts because that part is important because that's when you're starting to build relationships with, um, the situation of whatever the fuck is happening. Yeah. Right. And you can't cut that out because then the ending is not as effective as it would have been without those middle episodes. And that's a, that's just a fucking, uh, metaphor for instead of being just the season, the entire series, you can't cut out the boring shit because it's not, you, you think it's boring because when you think back, what happened episode four, right? You don't really know, but you can always exactly. be like, what happened at the end of episode or of season three? What happened in the beginning of season uh, five or whatever? You can immediately tell, but that's why people don't like the middle because they can't remember. But if you go back and watch it, you that's where you're like uh you know gaining that attachment to the characters yeah no yeah yeah that's it's like the philip hurts are uh you're you're not you become subconscious to him it's not like something that you you necessarily want to watch right you want to watch all the exciting things but um it's i mean i don't know what i'm trying to say i guess it's just it's still what you're trying to say what you're trying to say is you're trying to compare it to jerking off right if you do a real (laughs) to jerking off (laughs) if you do a real quick one the ending (laughs) it'll suffice but it's not as great as if you were to draw it out for three hours (laughs) i mean (laughs) i get it i know exactly what you're trying to say that's what you're trying to say i guess i guess it's a weird metaphor um this podcast always comes full circle (laughs) Uh, either talking about getting old jerking off or (laughs) yeah you know what it's that is funny that that happens but anyways content um now now fucking after you said jerking off i don't remember what i'm supposed to talk about Um, talking about jerking off right now uh so game of thrones uh i think by now everyone knows why yeah huh you need you oh everybody knows you need the build-up like every it's every series that has it it's not just i don't think i didn't pay too much mind on the build-up i don't know where that argument is going well the argument is that they just want the action scenes or whatever but you know there's people like that but that's not what the show is about is where i'm trying to get at the show is not about it's a drama battle it's not an action it's a it's a drama it has action in it but exactly the the show isn't about the battles although they're there and they're fucking incredible and i would hate the show if they didn't even if they skipped through those battles the show needed all of it but what it primarily was about was the the politics in it the drama 
the character uh the character arcs um you know all of that stuff that's what it was about the show was never about uh the action scenes no it just enhanced the the it enhanced wow enhanced the the action scenes like you take the whole uh season where you have uh ramsey snow right uh and it just all build up you know him being a fucking shitty person uh and then you get the whole uh battle of the bastards which is right probably the the best episode of that entire series yeah like uh i loved that battle that was one of my eh, it was a very well shot and well uh written battle scene and just episode in general because think, then you have you know uh sansa who really nobody gave a shit about at that time um at least i didn't i didn't give a shit about sansa i still don't really care about her too much but yeah, anyhow yeah. um where she was able to get her revenge and then his death was very satisfying just as mm-hmm. joffrey's death mm-hmm. was very satisfying right um it was i feel so like good. in that's the later exa- parts that's how you're supposed to kill someone that you hate yeah it was the, it was an it was a really or, satisfying episode it, and- or just like when you lose a character that you love like let's say uh uh cat stark or catlin stark um mm-hmm. like when she died that was fucking devastating mm-hmm. or even the pregnant girl uh rob stark's wife fucking that was fucking dev- devastating um so you have all these emotions running so like when we talk about season eight i have that's my gripe exactly that's exactly the issue with it right it's not uh it's not about where game of thrones went it's how it went there and with with the finale i mean but like there's such good examples of how game of thrones avoided that in other seasons with the battle of bastards Mm -hmm. ned stark's death stuff like that it was a slow build and the payoff was worth it every single time yeah right so we'll just talk about this the finale now this was bullshit in every way like the yes like so when the night king dying should have been on the level of uh ramsey snow dying that's you're supposed to feel like that right exactly like the build-up for the white walkers was episode fucking one episode one yeah, yeah. the From build the very up. beginning right exactly they should have taken a goddamn series about or i'm sorry a whole season just to explain or just to where now the white walkers are you know south of the wall and uh and then you know it's now coming building up to that battle that Mm -hmm. battle that they had in episode one uh of this series i was so unsatisfied with it i've never been unsatisfied with an action scene once in this series Mm -hmm. and i was that time that was the very first time half of it was too dark and i get it it's supposed to be a dark thing but um I don't want to watch a black screen and just hear things. I can just listen to a fucking podcast. Show me something. 
Right. So I, I'm different on that. I I thought the battles and all of that was good. It wasn't great, but it was good because what I yeah, wanted, what I wanted, to great, right? Is, exactly, is significant, right? That's. I also want to bring that up about standards and this TV show, and it dropping. But the thing with this fight scene or this battle was that I wanted what I wanted out of it was a sense of helplessness. I wanted to feel that from it, right? And and uh, we did get that exactly, and that's why I thought it was good because uh, the moment when the Night King resurrects everyone that just died and his army grew crazy numbers i was like yo there's no fucking way all right and that's good exactly. i liked it i liked i liked the fights i like um i like the whole bow scene the weird tactics of sending the dothra i like the whole scene where the dothraki went in there with lights and then their fucking fires went out the, that's not those weren't the issues i had with that episode the issue that I had and the issue also was not that Arya killed the Night King that's not even the issue the issue was why was it like why how am I why am I how am I supposed to feel with Arya killing the Night King there was no build to her if they had built exactly like something towards Arya killing the Night King which like there there was no relationship between Arya and White Walkers this entire series right it's always been her and then her list and her becoming a badass but like there's never any moments in the show where she has any interaction with White Walkers she's not even interested in White Walkers exactly in this season is like the one time where she's like she even acknowledges that oh yeah there's White Walkers cool I'm gonna fight them right so that's why it was so unsatisfying for me. It was like, okay, cool. Arya did it. I, I like Arya's character and I don't like the Night King's character, but I don't feel anything because what is the fucking correlation? Exactly. What's like I would have felt better if fucking Sam killed it, <laughs> the White Walker. Right. Not much, but still there was a... Yeah, but yeah, it's... You know, because at least he has a storyline with them. He's already killed one. He killed the first one. It would have been like a symbolism of him killing the last one. I don't know. It could have been that way. But I f- like, um, I felt like there needed to be more interaction with the witch and Arya. And then the witch also needed more interaction or more dialogue about White Walkers. All this shit. All this shit that I feel like they just skipped that should have been explained with three extra more seasons. And then, fine. Then let Arya kill the Night King. But mm-hmm. at this point, where, you know, like we were just saying, Arya has no connection with the White Walkers. Why the fuck is she the one? I get it that in a real life situation, which sounds weird saying <laughs> about Game of Thrones, that it could have been anyone they killed, you know, whatever. But that's not what this show It's a fucking TV show where yeah. things happen for a reason. Otherwise, you can do that with anything, you know? You can have fucking uh what's another TV show? Um Lost. Uh, yeah, let's say Lost, right? You can mm-hmm. have Lost and then uh in the middle of season 6, 
or in the middle of season three, uh, Kate has a heart attack and dies without, uh, you know, she just has a random spontaneous heart attack. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, she just, you know, people can have a heart attack at any time. You never know. <laughs> That's why that happened. And yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, but why? It's what just, the fuck is the point of the character then? You know? No, it's That's just exactly lazy how I, writing. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, exactly. It's so stupid. That is only one fucking example of why um, things didn't go well with me for this fucking series. Uh, the series yeah. finale, you know? Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I definitely understand that. If I can, but what what's the argument that people are saying why it's it was good? Okay, but before I get into that, um, I was going to bring up a bunch of examples like that. Oh, But yeah. you, all you have to do is apply that to anything. Cersei's death, Jamie leaving. It's the same, it's the same reason for every, everything. Um, Danny, uh, Daenerys Targaryen becoming the Mad Queen, right? It's not the, the resolution of everything. It's not the ending of uh, why things happened. It's how, how, how it got there. It was too quick and it was too rushed. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I have other ways where it, even if it was rushed, you could have done something different to so where. The, let me let me say also first that the ending is confirmed that that is how George R. R. Martin wanted this to end. Okay. So he told uh, the show creators, "This is how it's." But that's why I'm explaining to you that this is one of the arguments. This is how it's like. How can you blame the writing when? That's how George R. R. Martin wanted it to end. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm not. He's only influenced which, but so here's, much, though. But here's the thing: I'm not blaming. Like I keep repeating the same thing over and over again. I'm not blaming where it went. Blaming how it got there. So what the show writers D and D I forgot their fucking names had in the earlier seasons. They had a. Uh, they had the books to go off of, and so they mm-hmm. knew how to get there. But in the latter seasons, George Martin said, I'm not going to finish the books, but I will tell you how it ends and some significant points. Uh, you get there, right? Here's 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 where it's going to go, and then you get there your way. Yeah. And that's why the show started to struggle. That and that uh, they wanted to leave the show early. And that's why it was rushed. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not mad about. I am a little mad about Bran being king. But yeah, like I said, any everything could be good if it was explained better, and uh, and how you got there was done properly. So that was that's the, absolutely correct. Yeah, that, like that's another argument. Yeah, I would be less mad if. You know what? You're you're absolutely right. It was just because it was a short season; they didn't have time to pack in all these things. Unless they did make them, I don't think I would have mind watching two hour long episodes. That's but that's not. So here's why we should still be mad at the show creators. 
is because HBO wanted 10 seasons. Of course they want 10 seasons. This is like the most viewed show. They want this fucking thing going on for as long as they want. Yeah. It was the show creators who said, nah, we got to end this soon. And there's multiple um, theories of why they wanted that because they were going to, they want the only way they could have worked on the new Star Wars is if uh, they stopped Game of Thrones. Um, there's more money to be made if when they, uh, or, that they wanted to bank on now rather than later with all these spinoff episodes with I all these spinoff series coming why. out. What? I can't understand that logic right there. The the whole uh, wanting the you know a larger sum of money because I can't imagine them making even as much money as they make off of Game of Thrones. Well, maybe it's a passion in one project movie with, of with Star Wars. Wars. Like Star Wars is, I mean, Star Wars is a huge franchise. I get it, but they're also only doing it's a, one movie. Yeah, but also it's a theory, so of why I get it. But still, but also the the spinoff series coming out instead of just one show. Now you got whatever, however many shows based off of Game of Thrones that people are still gonna watch, like me. They could have done that mid mid season or mid fucking season i guess like the same well, way they probably no. well what if it's like let's say they i know they said that they weren't but let's say it was because of they wanted to do the series with aria they can't have that mid-season without finishing her story in the main show i guess yeah i, I mean i guess you're right but still like i would have i would have still enjoyed it after 10 seasons <laughs> Yeah, when Arya's old as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to be mm. like 30. I don't know. I don't know how this... Why can't she have a story? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't or know. I don't know their the reasonings of, for it. You know, those seasons, she can finally fucking die. <laughs> uh, and then, <sighs> and then you don't have a fucking spinoff series, Daniel. <laughs> That's if fine. she's dead, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. What you're saying. There could have been other ways to approach this, but this is the way that they saw, and this is what they did. They're like, you know what? People are gonna love it regardless. It's fucking Game of Thrones. They dedicated a decade of watching this show. They're gonna like it regardless. Not true. <clears throat> so, I mean, I think we've covered a lot of stuff here but now i want to get into each individual character and why their fucking shit sucked yeah um i'll let you go first on all of them uh also i have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen so we don't have to get too in depth <laughs> it just depends on how passionate we are about it yeah uh, we'll start with the big one daenerys targaryen yeah her transition for me from you know freeing all slaves to and know, I'll, I'll have someone... a backup i'll have the other side to argue back with okay okay go but ahead. yeah her storyline for beginning where she you know she first started being uh what the fuck like she was with um the darth Raki, right and you know darth. she became a character that you you very you cared a lot about like you were rooting for her always mm -hmm. um her transition 
from that to the Mad Queen to, you know, where she was batshit crazy mm. was way too unannounced. Un, it wasn't like right it, the timeline was like a is like it's like filling up a bottle a bot with a bottleneck right mm-hmm. if you fill it up it's gonna take a while to fill up the wide base and then, but once you get to the neck it just like zip to the top real quick yeah right so the argument against that is that what we're seeing in season eight regard i mean now here's the thing it still wasn't done well but was is the same Danny we've always seen, right? So, one, granted, she freed the slaves, right? But two, she still burned all these bad people. It's just people to her, like that are in her way. Yeah, she still saved people, but she also destroyed a shit ton of people. Danny was never. The argument is that Danny at the end killed it was doing what she always does no that's not true okay explain to me why because I, mean, I agree with you but explain so Danny uh, she understands justice very well so everyone that she's killed does she has been what about the, the Tarleys of- that she could have let go I guess it's a very conservative way that of justice that she's leading. She's like the Rorschach of Game of Thrones, right? I guess, yes. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, she's. I, I feel like she's always been just very just. The Tar Tarleys. Uh, I mean, they wronged her, right? Right. Like they were. So let's say that her her <clears throat> way of thinking was these people were still supporting their queen queen cersei mm-hmm. so that's a way but that... she gave them the option to stop doing that it was their decision not to and that was like any any even if you're so she was on the let's say liberal side of that entire series uh, even if you're on the liberal side, you're still going to have everyone that's some sort of conservative ways of thinking, no matter st- what. So here's the thing, though they they continue to support Queen Cersei until the very end. So so the everyone that has done has wronged her, she's killed, right? Varys. Um, etc. And uh, so, like these, the people that are still serving Queen Cersei never bent the knee, and so that's why she's. It's it's nothing to her, and the only reason why we're mad about it is because we've been following this kingdom and the people within it throughout the whole series. Whereas when Danny would roll up to wherever the fuck the Unsullied came from. We were just introduced to them. It was about three, four episodes of us knowing about that uh, culture and kingdom. And then she destroyed it. So we didn't have any attachment to it. And that's why she was able to just fuck it up and us not care about her doing it. 
And the only reason why we're caring about it so much here is because we've been following this kingdom the entire show. Right. So, uh, they even, this is all stuff that they explained in the show too. Uh, what's his face? Tyrion talks about to Jon Snow in in the end. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, so that's, that's that. Yeah, no. Um, but when she was, she was, uh, when the bells were ringing, right? When everybody surrendered, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't act on justice there. She acted on pure emotion, mm-hmm. pure rage. Right. So that was out of character. But it's not like she's never acted out of well i mean rage it's not before. out of character because it's you know it's in her blood she too, killed her brother but it's it was huh she, she didn't her... she let it happen she didn't kill her brother she let it happen oh right like i said i wish there was someone here that could argue against it i i agree with I know. i'm pretty saying. sure if will was here he'd <laughs> yeah exactly uh, but I agree nah, with man. what you're saying. I agree. The even if when we're looking at that other perspective of it, right, that she's always been this person, that she's been, the, and that we're only caring about these peoples because we're following it the whole show. I still feel like they, the way that it was portrayed, could have been better explained instead of us speculating on it right yeah go through her fucking head how is she feeling and and, because it just what it was like it was like it was just a snap of the finger where it happened right if they were able to focus more on her emotions which i guess they kind of did it was so fucking quick and it was so poorly done like and there should have been more dialogue. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's the thing is, it's, it's the same argument about it that there should have been more time to, uh, reflect, reflect everything going on. Yeah. I'm not and, mad uh, that she did it. I'm not mad at the show of, of how, of why that happened. I'm mad that I don't it understand such a quick it. transition. Right. I, yeah. I don't understand. No, and, I, and I absolutely I don't, agree with you. I don't feel for it. You know, yeah. I don't feel for her. I don't buy her anger. They didn't yeah. sell it to me. Um, so we spent a lot of time on that character. But still, I want to say at the end also that Daenerys Targaryen is one of the, she, if not the character, right? Once Ned Stark dies, because we all thought it was going to be Ned Stark, if we didn't read the book, if not. Ned Stark, mm-hmm. it was it should have been Daenerys Targaryen as the quote unquote main character that we were following. It wasn't even Jon Snow. I still thought Jon Snow was a side character for like a while, right? But Daenerys yeah. Targaryen, I felt like this is the person we're mainly focusing on, and they did a good job of focusing on her. And when she dies, you. Also, John and Danny's relationship doesn't feel genuine, and uh, that's poor writing, and it's also rushed, and I felt like it should have been more genuine. Um, 
when she died, uh, what sucked about that was how, and this is something that Ethan mentioned on the H3 podcast, what sucked about her dying was that maybe five, ten minutes later into the episode where they have that little council or whatever, mm-hmm. we're fucking telling jokes. Give me time to grieve over the main fucking character of the show. Right? This is someone we've been following the whole time. We, I didn't even have time to feel sad about it. All of a sudden, we're making jokes about Sam Tarly's democracy and (laughs) fucking Sansa's uncle uh, trying to be king. Why are we joking around right now? This should be an incredibly emotional moment with Danny dying. Yeah. And it was just like, she's dead, burn the throne with the dragon, she's gone. That's it. Wake up the next day, fucking Tyrion's out there with everyone else, and we're all cracking jokes. What? I mean, that was so upsetting to me. Because I felt like when they, because they faded to black um, after that, and then they faded in from black. And I was like, there needs to be this because at that point it was a, the episode was halfway done. I was looking at the times like this episode's halfway done. Daenerys just died. Well, how are we moving on from this right now, right? Yeah. There, there needs to be more grieving. There needs to be more people showing how they feel about it. We don't even know how the unsullied what they did was they cut 4 months or whatever into the future where everyone's already over it. Yeah. This is a perfect example of like just pushing the story along like I'm, I, we're, the whole point of Game of Thrones was how immersed the immersion of it and how everyone was so into it and they started to feel with the show when someone dies like Rob or yeah Rob Stark dies we fucking were very upset about it and we could feel it but Danny dies I, they didn't give us time is what I'm saying yeah that hey. is the main thing I want to bring up with Daenerys Targaryen yeah no, I mean, yeah, and it's you didn't get you didn't I'm do her justice. Mad. I'm Game not mad at the way she died either. Like, I'm not mad at that way. It was a, it was. I felt like it was the way that it needed to be. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, it was, it was extremely rushed. Extremely. So yeah, I I'm I'm on your side to where. Um, of course you are. We feel the same way about this show. But that's because we know mm-hmm. and we have standards for TV shows. We're not just going to let shit like this fly because we've seen good TV shows, you know. Um, next character, uh, I really don't want to get into that much because I think it's self-explanatory. Jon Snow. Um, he was just Jon Snow. And then, like, uh, here's the thing about Jon Snow that I, I mean, because you pretty much just apply everything that I already have a problem with and then just apply it with most of these characters. So that's how I feel about that, right? Um, yeah. So now I'm just going to talk about other stuff with these characters. Jon Snow, that ending didn't make sense because the only people that had a problem with Jon Snow was the Unsullied. So when the Unsullied sailed back to their hometown, why the fuck couldn't he just come back? Exactly. Stupid. Um, but once again, maybe it could have been explained better with more dialogue and seasons. 
Also, also, let me also say something else. The Dothraki is probably one of the biggest plot holes in this entire series. Do you remember in the first season the rule of the Dothraki? Uh, no. The rule is you kill their king, they now become their king. Why would they be upset at Jon Snow? That's not what would have happened in Dothraki law. In Dothraki law, Jon Jon Snow would have killed her and Jon Snow would have been their king. They would have hailed him immediately because that's what happened with Danny. Every time someone, and that's why fucking Cal Drogo had to fight that one dude because uh, he wanted to be king. And he knew, even though that they've been following Cal Drogo this entire time, that even if he killed Cal Drogo, the guy that they love, uh, it doesn't matter because they're going to follow him anyway. That's just how Dothraki law works. So when Daenerys Targaryen took over, you know, you know what I mean? So, like, why the fuck would the Dothraki be mad at Jon Snow? The Unsullied should be the only people mad at Jon Snow. But in the show, they were like, yeah, the Dothraki and the Unsullied want justice. That's not true. That can't be true. Um, didn't For they the break away from that law, though, right after? Because wasn't Cal Drago their leader or their whoever? Right, but it's not Cal Drogo so, law. It's Dothraki law. No, I know. But, like, they're saying they, why didn't you're saying that Daenerys Targaryen turned their turn them away from being fucking barbarians, right? Well, because who did Daenerys kill to become the Dothraki besides the, like, the council, I guess? I don't remember. She just killed a bunch of people inside of a tent. <laughs> it was just a bunch of men. I don't think it really yeah. had anything to deal with, you know, the leader or anything. Um, and then after that happened, after all those people were dead she like all the all the fucking slaves and everything that they had mm-hmm. were all let free and then they were all given given the choice to follow her um i think that's the she that's that's where that law breaks okay so they were they were with her cuz of an emotional attachment rather than that so I'll, I can argue Regard, that at least. Regardless of that, they're still fucking barbarians and they wouldn't be as mad. I mean, now they're free folks, so they can go do whatever the fuck they want. So yeah, you're right. They can. They they shouldn't be angry at Jon Snow. I mean, they. I guess they're just emotionally attached. I don't know. It sucks. Either way, um, they all left, and Jon Snow could have just came back. He could have went to the wall for a little bit, waited for them to sail away, and Jon Snow could have been like, "Yeah, back, motherfuckers." And then everyone would have been like, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> you know, no one else exactly. had a problem with him being there. Uh, that's stupid. Yeah, you they have... literally said that. Yeah. Like, exactly. we, we would love for you to stay, but Bran had to make some fucking point. To whom? Also, real quick before we get on to the next character, um, Theon's sister. Nope, I have that in there. Okay, we'll get to her when we get to her. Okay. Do you have anything else about Jon Snow? Um, you know what? So like, like you said, um, the whole build-up thing. I don't mind that he was going with the wildlings. He's actually very comfortable with the wildlings. So that I feel like that like that was his calling. It was just that I don't know. It was rushed. <laughs> yeah. Also. 
If you're going to go through this whole thing and make it a big here. deal. It was rushed. You're going to make a big deal and end a season in a way where you tell everyone that Jon Snow is a Targaryen, but only utilize it for what? For him to have tension between him and Danny. I guess that was the only thing that they used it for. Mm-hmm. I felt like they could have used it for other things. For example, there were multiple times where he could have gotten in, in a fight with Danny or the Night King, who both have dragons, and then they could have like tried to burn him and everyone would have thought he was dead and then draw that out for a long fucking time. Even end an episode like that. And then yeah, bring the episode back that- where he comes out of the flames and then everyone's like, Oh, that's right. Jon Snow's a fucking Targaryen. He doesn't burn. <laughs> Like that could have been the coolest scene in the fucking world. They didn't do that. He's not yeah. the king. They didn't do that. I don't it think all felt... Targaryens don't burn. I don't know. All right. What I'm saying is, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, him being a Targaryen, that this thing that's been built up from the very beginning of him not knowing who his parents are, uh, mm-hmm. Ned Stark trying keeping it a secret you know this was something that was built up from season one and then what do you utilize this information to do to you i mean all all that happened was uh it caused tension between him and danny and ultimately led to her downfall which sounds like a lot but again it the tension was so quick and it ended so fast that it was so stupid it just felt pointless you could have used it. That's something that had to be utilized, but it also had to be shown or just put on display better. Yeah. <sighs> that's Jon Snow. Anything yeah. Anything else about Jon Snow? Let's no. Next character. Our, next character is... Uh, God damn it. I put all like the heavy hitters at the top, so once we get to the bottom, hopefully it'll be cool. No. Switch it up then. All right, let's switch it up. I'll go back. We'll go to the very bottom. Sam Tarly. Sam Tarly, a character. He's a character. He's not anything that I really care too much about. Uh, Last season, he's just a fucking pussy, and I didn't care about him too much. And I kind of hoped that he he died in that first battle. (laughs) He was on the ground probably (laughs) 30% of the fucking movie or show you know it's funny i was talking to uh, amber about him and she was like sam is such a goddamn liability he got (laughs) he he got like his friend he's getting his friends killed and then he's just sitting on a pile of bodies just stabbing left and right not even looking not even looking and crying the whole time exactly (laughs) if i want to see he would have been much more helped in the fucking crypt with um, the fucking I want to see disabled his disabled and women. Oh. <laughs> I want to see his uh um film reel, but I want to see it not cut into the show, so it just it alone. Yeah. It's just like a scene of 10 minutes of him just crying and stabbing left, stabbing right, stabbing left, stabbing right. Exactly. And then what happened to his kids and shit? <laughs> yeah, that was thrown out the window. I also Anyways. feel like he should have had a little bit more significance because what was the whole deal with him stealing his dad's sword and shit yeah. just to fucking give it away. Yeah. Well, there's that. 
Yeah, I don't know. He's a he was a character. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, we talked about the Night King already. Cross that off the list. Sansa's character. Oh God, I hate I hate Sansa. Sansa's one of the worst characters, I think. So the thing with Sansa for me is we're gonna keep saying it with the theme of the show. Uh, her going from. A helpless little girl to pretty much her being her mother the product of her mother and Littlefinger could have been cool but it just happened it just happened too fast for me uh, it was yeah. un- it was it was I like I said Game of Thrones was selling it but I wasn't buying it they didn't sell it to me uh, but that could have been accomplished with more seasons you know like all of a sudden she's just as badass you know like I get it, she had the whole Ramsey Snow thing happen to her, and all this other shit leading up. Yeah. But like, I feel like her becoming a badass was just, I escaped Ramsey Snow. I'm a badass now, real quick. You know. No, it was just fucking. She was emotionless. Yeah, that too. She just became emotionless. I think she was like the story. Her story was okay. I just didn't like her as a character. But like, she was broken down so much by all the fucking tragedies she's had. Like she's just been in shit situations the entire time. Um, she's now just become fucking ice cold, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't, in my eyes, it doesn't make her cool or anything. I just, I think it was just a lackluster character for me. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have who are who? Do, who else? What other bums do we have? Varys. Let's talk about Varys. I Varus is the uh the fucking the dude. Uh, yeah, so no he's dick. he I loved him as a character. Absolutely. Um I feel like his character was very significant and actually I did have a lot of feelings for his death. So that was one that you know in this season when he died I actually did have <clears throat> feelings for it. It was actually filmed very well with yeah, um, that was cool with the dragon appearing behind Danny. Yeah, yeah, and then uh and then fucking Peter Dinklage, what's his name? Tyrion. Tyrion. Uh, you know, with him, you know, you see the emotion in him, you see the distraught that it was his fault that, you know, his his best friend had died. Mm-hmm. Um and um that that entire that death justified i lo- i loved that scene um i like the scene itself yeah that scene that's what i was saying uh but i feel like they could have led up to it better um i they felt like have, there should have been I uh, yeah i didn't mind it should have to like create the tension between john and danny and this is where game of thrones really needed to work on was creating one creating a relationship amongst this is why I needed to be more seasons game of thrones needed to create a stronger relationship with danny and john because it happened too fast it happened in like four episodes all of a sudden they're in love and then once you start feeling attached to that relationship like you don't want them to break up or whatever like a soap opera right you don't want them to come away from each other you needed another season of just all these things creating tension to break that up 
so that John killing Danny in the end would have been more impactful. And one of the ways they could have did that was having Varys, because Varys was sending out little birds telling everyone and all this and that, and then he was plotting to poison her and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He very much could have played a more integral part in if there were more added seasons, there could have been a season that where it was very focused on Varys creating the tension between John and Danny because he wanted Jon Snow to be the king. So he had to be the catalyst to cause that disruption in their relationship. Yeah. That's, that's two whole seasons that they needed to do that but they packed it into like three episodes. They need to create a relationship with John and Danny so that I feel for that relationship. And then they needed another season to make me buy why to make me or to show all the tension slowly building up to them disagreeing with each other about things, having little, you know, arguments here and there because of Varys's plot plotting and planning so that in the final episode when Jon Snow sticks a fucking knife into her that would have been red wedding levels of distraught yeah. right don't you agree with that 100% like, but they packed it into 2 to 3 episodes and then when Jon Snow kills Danny which should have been crazy instead it was just like uh and that fucking that's making my blood boil thinking about how good the show could have been I know, and I know we're going to talk about this later, so I'm not going to bring it up for too long, but it it just reminds me of the whole, like, Jamie and Cersei type of thing. Right. Um, so, oh, God. All right, well, who else? Other men? Okay, two more shitty characters, or insignificant characters, and then we start hitting the big timer. Yeah. Uh, so, real quick with these two. Um... Theon's sister. I don't know, I forgot her name. Um, I really liked her as a character throughout the series, and then she was just forgotten. Yeah. Like and what the fuck? She would. The fuck? She need to go to the Iron Iron I, Iron I fuck off words. <laughs> Iron Islands, um, yeah, or yeah, Iron Isles. Iron, Iron Islands. Whatever. Yeah. Here's. Um, oh, go ahead. Keep going. And she just disappears. For the entire ser- season, yeah, and then why? reappears at the, in the last ten minutes of the yeah. fucking yeah, God. like she deserves to be there, right? Here's here's some so issues stupid. I have with it. Uh, why was she arguing for Danny? Exactly. Her fucking, I get that she pledged an allegiance to Danny. She probably thought she was hot or something, but her brother Theon, who she loved, who saved her ass and she saved his that's how much they love each other fought with Jon Snow and died pretty much for that I mean in that battle right like why wouldn't she decide why would she be mad with Jon Snow yeah and it's stupid it's she's a flawed character she could have been much better and two the Iron Isles we're seeking independence, right? From yeah. the, the kingdoms, right? And yeah. so when Bran is elected as the new king, everyone goes, I, 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 I. 
And then Sansa goes, the North will stay independent. And then they're like, okay, fine. It wasn't a big deal to anyone. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Yara, that's her name. And she goes, yeah, yeah. instead of doing the same fucking thing, which she was promising, why is she even liked <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen? Because she was going to make her fucking independent. Yeah. She just goes, okay. Yeah. I, Bran <laughs> is our King now. So what? So stupid. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know why she gets a say. Oh, because the Iron Isles is their own thing. All right. Yeah, but like, whatever. Yeah. She's a stupid character. <laughs> Next. Next character, trudging along. Next character that was insignificant, but I actually have a lot to say about, but I'm going to get through it as fast as possible. But I'll let you go first. Let's talk about Braun. Not Bran, but Braun. Um,. <sighs> You know, I really liked him as a character at first, mm-hmm. uh, cause he and he's always been an opportunistic person. So I get how he is at the end. Um, well, what I'm really asking for is, what issues did you have with the how with him in the series finale, and what doesn't make sense? Why was oh, his yeah. oh. story shitty or not <laughs> shitty? It's it's absolutely shitty mm-hmm. because what what the fuck happened to him <laughs> i don't remember well i, I guess it's part of his character that he doesn't care about personal relationships re- he only cares about what benefits him yeah and i remember that he made it some sort of deal with uh jamie and Tyrion. Mm. but after you know that didn't succeed what happened to him did he die is he no, still alive? I don't remember what happened. But to him. He got High Garden. He was given High Garden, and in the in the very end, with Tyrion and his council, he was part of the council. Did you just block oh, all of that out, or something? Yeah, you were just so mad that you were already done with the show. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I think he even cracked a few. I don't jokes. remember that part. Yeah, no. At the end, they had the little council with like the new maester with Sam. Brienne was uh-huh. like the new I do, I do remember person. Sam being the new maester. Brienne was in there as like the military girl, and then the Lord of Coin is who was Bronn because he had High Garden, and he was given mm-hmm. High Garden. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So my issue with Bronn was that uh, I mean, obviously the issue is the same as everyone else but there was also one scene that bugged me how did he get to winterfell so fast to and also not only did he get into winterfell right he Uh got into a very secluded room like a that should have had high security because jamie and Tyrion were both in there and he just got in there with a big ass fucking bow gun when (laughs) he never got stopped the entire time if he can get into places like that then why didn't Cersei just say, I want you to kill Daenerys Targaryen? Yeah. Right? You just know, go over there yeah. and kill Danny. Oh, go over there, kill Jon Snow, uh, kill Danny, and then while you're at it, kill those two people. I'll give you whatever the fuck you want. Because, that, <laughs> you know, because if she if she knew that he could do that, right, she would have been like, well, she's got a whole fucking dragon. I don't need fucking elephants or ships or this fucking dude that I have to fuck. But I don't fuck. think she knew that though. I think he kept all of that kind of a secret. 
Well, yeah, but so Cersei would yeah, have but, ordered. He would have just done that on his own accord if he, he thought it was but he's in a the benefit type, to himself. He's the type of character who would have said, I'll do you one better. You give me all of this, I'll kill whoever the fuck you want because I know that I can do it. Yeah. Well, that's where he failed. He didn't, he didn't know how to make deals. <laughs> make deal. Poor writing. <clears throat> he just, whenever an opportunity happened to land on he would pounce on it but he wouldn't be like negotiating anything yeah that happened literally every time i think the only time he negotiated anything was the last time and he failed at that yeah all right i mean he didn't technically fail i guess he fucking got high garden yeah but anyhow let's tackle the heavy hitters now um wait are you gonna skip over miss sunday i am what do you have to say about her so i really enjoyed her character throughout her storyline like i know she was just a small side character but i really Mm -hmm. did like her relationship with um gray worm yeah gray worm is that his name jesus um yeah that was a cute thing and her death Mm -hmm. was probably the most significant death in season eight (laughs) was what as far as emotionally for you for me like i had the most emotion out of that one because it was it was it happened by cersei cersei did it mm-hmm. right uh and there was so much emotion because you had not only uh daenerys who that's where that transition happened that's where the you know that at least that writing sure. happened right that's where it should have gone sure. um and then you had gray worm who uh also had fucking bloodthirst now and that's why it was so easy for him to follow daenerys and that's why he was so easy for him to to kill civilians um while they're you know raiding the town or the fucking city um so that like right there i i liked that storyline right um I think it was really well done, at least up to that. So you know, you know how people are like, well, if you could write a better show, why don't you do it? I could write a better show, <laughs> because here's the thing: I agree with you that her death was incredibly significant. But mm-hmm. once again, the lead up to it was so fucking poor. It wasn't. It had to be drawn out. Yeah. Right, so what should have happened? Because I'm gonna write the story now. <laughs> was she should have been captured, and then for about, let's say this was its own season, right? Maybe the same season where uh, Varys is doing his plotting and planning. Uh, for that whole season, it should have been uh, show. It should have been a season full of Grey Worm uh, dealing with it emotionally how it's affecting uh, Danny and how it's very hard for her to function without her at her side. And then on the other end with Miss Andy, her having like not exactly as extreme as a Theon experience, but her just being incredibly miserable the whole time. And then what I would have done was I would have had a situation where there could, we could have created a little hope and they're like, Oh, she's not going to die. And then at the end, you pull a Ned Stark and cut her fucking head off. And then that would have been shocking. And it would have been, yeah. uh, everyone would have been affected affected emotionally. 
and it would have actually been something. But instead, she gets captured in one, one episode, and then in the second episode, they go up to her, she doesn't say a word, and then she fucking dies. That's it. Yeah. So, with the what? thing, um, those are, Stop. these are all examples. I'm telling you, this show, this show was not hard, it's not hard to fuck up, but they did fuck it up. So let's get into the next few characters. Yep. Almost done here. We have one, two, three, four. Uh, so that's last. Um, let's do the Lannisters. All three of them. Let's just do okay. all three of them. Tyrion, Jaime, Cersei. I group I group Jaime and Cersei together because I feel like uh, they should be grouped together. And then I, I also have something to say about Tyrion aside from Jamie and Cersei. So, okay. So yeah. the Lannisters are my favorite characters. I 100% agree with that. 100%. Yeah. They've always been my favorite characters. Every um, single one of them, except for Joffrey, exactly. except for Joffrey, every single Lannister was my favorite character. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, starting with Tyrion, I loved his storyline all the way up until probably well when he started following Daenerys is when he started becoming a weak character rather not, than and not just weak an idiot yeah he started it was so uncharacter <clears throat> uncharacteristic for him to, because in the earlier seasons he was so smart and clever and he found his way out of things using his brain exactly right because mm-hmm. The whole thing with Tyrion is he's fucked physically, but what he does have is he's smart as fuck. Yeah. So why was he fucking stupid all of a sudden? Like, why did he rat out Varys? I mean, I get that he had, there was, uh, it would have been risky, but then why did he tell Varys in the, for, I don't know. Go ahead. He's, well, he's I mean, an idiot Daenerys now. Was gonna kill. Daenerys brought it up, I think, right? Right. But I feel like what yeah, they've shown us yeah, with his character yeah, throughout the whole series, how, how why can't how he talk he his way out himself? of this one? Yeah, exactly. And no, I got that. And it, yeah, he became, that's, a, yeah, just a shitty character. I, I really like him still. He's became not the character I expected him to become. Um, Jamie, uh, Jamie was like a roller coaster for me. I really didn't like Jamie at first, and then I really liked Jamie, and then I just didn't care about Jamie so much. Mm-hmm. Like the whole story, like the whole last, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of him. Um, the whole like him and uh, Bryn thing, mm-hmm. um, wasn't really exciting for me, so I didn't care that he left her. Like, that's I don't give a shit about that mm-hmm. um and so like even because there there was a slight buildup of their relationship right but like not slight it happened throughout the seasons but uh it wasn't like forced on you <clears throat> um so that's again that's why i didn't really care about him leaving bryn what i did care about oh, yeah. is how he died with Cersei right and that was a lot of people's issue um I feel like 
because of their relationship, because of that buildup, yeah, they should have died together if they were going to die. But I feel like it should have been so much significant because that was such a strong relationship to them. So let's say uh, it happened one of three ways. He kills her, right? So he he does what I think that is what it was supposed to happen, right? I thought she, the prophecy said that she, all her kids would die and that somebody very close to her was going to kill her. Right. Right? right exactly. So that was how she was supposed to die. Mm. She didn't, it didn't say that she was going to die near somebody close to her. Yeah. It said that was, so she was supposed to get killed by her, essentially Jamie. Um, and then let's say he died alongside with her. I don't know. Fucking heartbreak. I don't know. Give it something, but put a little fucking effort into that, please. Because those two characters are my favorite characters, and the way that you guys took them out of the ep- the fucking everything mm-hmm. was a fucking cop out. I don't like it. Um, I didn't. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. And Cersei is my absolute favorite character. Yeah. How, my, hands yeah, down, out of the too. entire game. Mine too. Hands down, my favorite. I agree with that. I'll okay. <clears throat> Here's the th- before I start talking about my three favorite characters because I do like the Lannisters a lot, and Cersei is also my favorite character in the entire show. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, did you watch the scene? Of course, you watched it, but did you notice that when Tyr- Tyrion goes down to go see his dead brother and dead sister? Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see the fucking room? All they had to do was step 20 steps <laughs> to the right where there were no rocks. They literally stood in the one spot where the fucking rocks fell. Jesus. It's not even... like it's not like Tyrion had to grab a pickaxe and pickaxe his way through a shit ton of rocks. Yeah. He literally walked around the empty ass room. And then the one spot where there's a pile of rocks, that's where they were standing. Yeah. That that, was, that that's, goes towards... That makes me even more angry about that, that entire situation. Right. So what the show had to have done was... Right, this isn't, this isn't a thing... This isn't writing now. This is part of the water bottle and Starbucks coffee cup thing. Where they just didn't fucking pay close attention there was no attention to detail here mm-hmm. i mean they, I feel they like, just fucked that up i feel like they like it could have gone another route even like it could have been like he was in the arms of her right they love each other so much right and then aria a significant character was doing the thing that she came to do regardless of the situation right. she was supposed to kill cersei i would have been so satisfied with that so and let's he, say she did it with needle and she killed both no. uh so cersei do you remember and, when i said i could have wrote Jamie. a better show yeah here's how it how it how everyone would have been happy with it right yeah uh so jamie and cersei died together of course but what no 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 no, what happens is Arya finds out that Jamie's going back to Cersei. Arya mm-hmm. kills Jamie. And then guess what? Uh it's a scene where you're like, "Whoa, what's happening? I thought Jamie was dead." And he's back with Cersei, right? Yeah. Well, you don't see Arya kill Jamie. 
but you see them to get in a scuffle and they have an interaction and uh, mm-hmm. so now there's a flash forward Cersei or Jamie finds Cersei and they're like oh my god did Jamie fucking kill Arya this is stupid yeah and then Jamie is about to kiss Cersei and then they're happy to be together and then Jamie she, fucking kills Jon Snow no Jamie fucking kills uh Cersei and you're like what he was gonna kill her the whole time and then last minute Arya pulls off the mask and it's Arya that was Jamie the whole time. Mm. So one, Arya still kills Cersei, and two, Jamie is still the person. I guess uh, it still yeah, fulfills the prophecy. Killed her right? in, in. Yeah, that would have been dope as shit, dude. That right there would have been fucking badass. I would have, I would have been satisfied with that. Yeah, more like, even if she like, but even if it wasn't that extent, like even if it happened exactly how it happened, where, but the hound didn't stop her, right? She still went up those stairs, and let's say Jamie Lannister happens to be somewhere around that. They already had that interaction. He's guiding her down those stairs now. She catches them both. He, she then kills both of them aria is an escape artist she's always escaping everything so you can show her you know or maybe you don't even show her maybe you think maybe you leave her you know you leave us thinking that she's dead mm-hmm. right making it very uncertain and that's how that character pay, plays off you can still have your fucking series after her you can say hey uh you know this is how that happened i don't know but also like she's an escape artist you can still have her running away from that situation like she did already in that that season yeah um so i feel like they could have done different ways to make it satisfying for the audience they know that i I feel like they know they fucked up yeah uh so i was gonna talk about Tyrion, but i think i said what i need to say about him he Mm -hmm. for some reason the writers turned him into an idiot who yeah. can't talk his way out of shit. He's always making stupid mistakes. Like how so stupid. Why yeah, he's now? just yeah. Um, which sucks because I, uh, he was such a good character. Uh, so on the topic of Arya, we'll talk about Arya. What a waste. Um, I I liked. Arya, I liked her whole entire timeline. Oh, hold on! Before we get into Arya, mm-hmm. I do want to say though that more about Jamie and Cersei, but separately. Jamie, I think, out of all the characters, had the best story arc because it really showed him from being a piece of shit into becoming someone that you can like. And how do you like someone who fucks his own sister, is such a bitch to Ned? And then mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, pushes Bran out the window. You never would have thought you would have liked him eventually, but they did that over the course of several seasons, which is good writing, right? And yeah. you end up liking him. That's why the story arc was so great. And then one of the most impactful scenes I think is very underrated in the show was the scene of Jamie, him leaving Cersei and going north. That is such a ridiculously important scene because it should and this is where I don't agree with how 
the thing ended right with how him going back to Cersei uh, his story arc should have ended with him and Brienne uh, that scene was very important because it completed his story arc his redemption story arc which is where it was going where he's finally over his sister and he's going north that's such a big thing he's walking away from his sister which is an issue he's been dealing with the entire series and him walking away from her was such a big deal and the story arc there and I, but I guess you I guess you still needed a conclusion with yeah Cersei. so I mean I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, him breaking that and going back to her and you know being with her either just killing her or being killed with her one way or another I feel like that would have been more satisfying to that story than how it happened where they just died by a fucking crumbling <laughs> it's so stupid i'm so disappointed in that storyline yeah um cersei though cersei's character i liked a lot god the I reason why i like the reason why i liked her is because one because lena Headey, however the fuck you pronounce her name did such a good job with her and like she's it was a strong character in where you it was predictable but in a good way because that's how good her character is right you knew what she was going to do the whole time she's very strong uh she's a strong independent woman <laughs> the i have when i think back on like a lot of the scenes pertaining to cersei they were some of the best scenes right like for instance the whole shame scene of her walking yeah. through the streets. Yeah, that's such a good fucking scene. Uh, and yeah, that whole being... entire storyline right there was why I loved her so much as an actress and as, you know, as a character because, um, you know, you saw her get broken down. Like, you didn't... Cersei was so strong as a character right. all the way up until that moment. And you see her get broken down um and stuff and then you see her climb back to the top yeah right and you see her that entire she's still struggling like she's lost all her kids she's emotionally fucked at this point she doesn't care anything now like anything that happens to her now yeah. is bullshit because she's everything that she loves is gone I agree so she that. doesn't give a shit what happens to she wants to rule right mm -hmm. she wants to do whatever she wants because she can without any repercussions yeah and what uh, the thing with of why i like her character so much is because if i threw up a top five scenes two out of those five are cersei scenes and mm -hmm. one of them is the shame scene and then the other one is uh i think it was the yeah during the battle of blackwater episode where she gets wasted on wine and is just coddling her son yeah right her her acting in that was so good and so yeah so. yeah she's such a great she's a great actress and the character um, is I think really a good. lot of the character, because like Jon Snow's character, uh, I don't care. He's a bad actor. I don't think he was really that great of an actor. But, um, I mean, I'll give it to fucking the actor who did um, Cersei's son. What's his name? 
something Jack Gleason, I think. No, I mean, what's his? What's the character's name? Joffrey. Joffrey. Fuck, I don't know why I can remember that, but like he, uh, him as an actor, great fucking actor. Because I hate him. Yeah. Like I hate him as an actor because he's such a good actor. Because yeah. I hate Joffrey so much. Uh, Every time I see I him, don't like, I don't know about like that. I, I'm just okay, joking. so it's yeah, that's true. <laughs> he a lot of some of it had to do with good but he acting, was a really good actor that's th- what i'm saying right like, well some of it had to do with good acting but i think most of it had to do with his stupid fucking face it's the same thing with <laughs> bro i'm not joking like it's the same it's the same thing with draco malfoy draco malfoy is not a good actor he just has a fucking bitch ass face i'm sorry so true he does have a draco malfoy like resemblance of a face like how yeah shitty so it is. i don't know yeah, sure. Joffrey more on the acting, but still, he had a fucking piece of shit face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that that was moving. That's right funny along. that you brought that up. Uh, oh, we did. We talked about Arya already. Well, I didn't talk about her yet. Uh, Arya's character was set up to be such a badass. She had all these fucking things she can do. Change her face. She was. She, she had this ability of. Uh, unmatched stealth um, she had a list and uh, at the end of it all I'm trying to speed things up here at the mm-hmm. end of it all she's just she's now Dora the Explorer she didn't <laughs> there, that is true. other than other than the Night King who she'd even kill in a badass way she just I mean she just stabbed him in the stomach she didn't really get into any cool one-on-one fights she didn't steal many faces she stole one face which was the yeah i mean that i mean i guess that's what the spinoff is going to be about now but still if there is a spinoff i heard there wasn't going to be guarantee there's going to be a spinoff for aria but still she wasn't going to leave she's such a beloved character that they're going to want right there you know she wasn't stealthy at all in anything uh no uh the white the whole battle with the white walkers she was running away yeah i mean she did a really good job at first and she could have fucking i don't know what she did with her weapon after she slid them down like what happened to your goddamn weapon hold on to that thing you (laughs) fucking idiot but like she you built her up from season one with the fucking sword coach and then with now with the valar mugalis guy Mm-hmm. And then you you have her. Why isn't she like jumping out of windows, doing flips, like and, a fucking badass? Yeah, she should be right. It's what a waste. Um, that's all I have to say. About I mean, Arya. hopefully they'll they'll redeem. There's going to be a spinoff. They're gonna. Re, I mean, and hopefully they'll redeem themselves. They from that, didn't but say that they were going to do one. They announced. I, I guarantee. I know that them. they didn't say, but I guarantee that there's going to be a spinoff with her. I doubt it. We'll see. Uh, but I, that still doesn't explain it. why I she would... was underutilized in the the fucking main fucking show, Game of Thrones. So stupid. Uh, she should have been utilized. Her badassery should have been utilized more. She killed the fucking Night King, but how boring. Uh, she didn't kill Cersei. She literally went to King's Landing and continued to run away from things. And then 
that's it. When you saw her on the white horse or whatever, that had no significance whatsoever. It was just a cool little shot. Uh, and then nothing, nothing after that, nothing the whole time, nothing next character. Fuck Aria. Um, <laughs> no, I like Aria. I just don't like how, where it went. It ended. Yeah. Uh, the last character, this is going to be like an hour long. Let's talk about Bran. Bran the fucking broken. When Tyrion said, when Tyrion said, first of all, which doesn't make sense, Tyrion was like, why don't we give it to uh, the person with the greatest story? First of all, why? That's stupid. (laughs) Everyone just agreed with that. Like, yeah, let's give it to the person with the greatest story. Why? That's so stupid. That's fucking stupid. Um, it is a cop out. Anyway, but even then, Bran, this is also mentioned in the H3 podcast. Uh, Ethan Klein talked about it. Bran doesn't even have the best story. He was carried. I mean, yeah, he became He's a three. literally carried, yeah. He became the, the three eyed raven, but what the fuck does that mean? No one fucking knows. They don't even explain it very well. Who has the best story? Jon Snow has the best story. This is a guy who doesn't know who his parents are gets sent to the fucking wall where he's fighting fucking wall. he goes beyond the wall befriends uh wildlings fights white walkers survives and then he comes back uh oh he even fucking dates a fucking wildling right and then he comes back finds out he's actually a targaryen because and then that side story to that is crazy and then he <coughs> dies he gets brought back to life. Uh, he was in the Battle of the Bastards, which is a crazy fucking war or a battle scene. He was in the fucking uh, White Walker war scene. He was. He grew up with the Starks in the north. How does Jon Snow not have the best story? Stupid. Yeah. Uh, Bran's a piece of shit. Also, there's a theory that he knew everything. Like I said, we still don't know his stupid yeah, powers. They shouldn't, I, I could have like felt he more about it. him being the king if they let up to him being even slightly announced like potentially. Let's say like his storyline uh, is I don't know how they would work that out. Like I, I'm trying to be optimistic about it but I, it's hard. That's how um, but like he's essentially movie. like the giver if you've ever read the book where he's uh like they're the giver they're secluded inside of uh a dome have you seen or read the book or seen the movie i read the book okay where they're secluded and then there's this one guy who has just the knowledge of everything that's you know ever been uh that is essentially what uh um, Bran. Bran. I don't know why I wanted to call him Brandon. <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble with names. Yeah, but Bran. Um, I feel like uh, well, he should have been. If they said, "Hey, you know, he's fucking essentially God," then yeah, then give it to him. But they didn't. They could have <laughs> built up like, like 
his powers, maybe he could took he took over one of the White Walkers with his warding, right? Or took over the fucking dragon with his warding. Exactly. Right? Exactly. He didn't do anything. <clears throat> then you could have seen how significant he could be, right? Or he is, instead of how significant he could be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um honestly I think we've exhausted the topic mm-hmm. um, it's not just the generally thing, the thing dissatisfied with, the, with season 8 no not dissatisfied I hated it the, the thing is people think that I can't say the people I hated that, it because the storyline if it was expanded upon would have been good it just right but I hate it because of how, of how could it how good it could have been just with all the things I was explaining. It needed two more seasons. Yeah. It needed to have that tension. Or it needed to build the relationship between John and Danny. And then it needed to tear it down. It needed at least two more seasons. You could have done more with Barris. Tyrion didn't have to be an idiot. All, mm-hmm. all this other shit. But people think... The few people... I don't know what the percentage is on who liked it and who didn't like it. I feel like more people hated it. But that's only because I hate it. And I'm only looking at that stuff. But I feel like the people who liked it are liking it because I know I'm speaking for them and I'm probably wrong, but this is just how I feel about it. I feel like they're only liking it because it's like a, like like one of those shitty marriages, right? You you're, You dedicate yourself to something for so long and then when it starts going downhill, you just kind of like it's not bad it's not as bad as it seems but you become disillusioned to it but I feel like there's a clear there's a clear drop in quality and if you don't acknowledge it it's uh, you know it's shitty I get it because you want you want it you want to like it because it's the end of something that you've been a part of for almost a decade and then it's it just turns out to be shit so like you just start making up reasons of why it's good but maybe like i said i'm speaking for them and it's probably not true but that's what i feel i also yeah. feel like uh i've seen enough really good tv shows with good endings that when i see a bad one i can i can spot a bad one Exactly. Because most people watch TV shows where there is no direction. For example, they'll have they'll start off a TV show with or, and not knowing how it ends because that's how TV shows used to be made, you know? They just start off a show and then they just drag it along as far as they can go until ratings drop and then they end it because they have to end it. Exactly. But this one like lost is, in right. Like yeah, exactly. Lost. I still love Lost. I love the journey. One of my favorite. Yeah. But it's just like Game of Thrones, though. That's Lost is like Game of Thrones for me now. But the thing with Game of Thrones is that it had it had a definitive ending. Uh, it's not like they had to make something up. Correct. It had there was a direction, and we were all following that direction, and we can all see where it was going, and when it doesn't, and. It reached that destination, I guess, because, like I said, it has a uh, definitive ending. But 
they didn't they fucking fucked up at the end. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It was just, it was, you know, it was tough. It sucks because I like, I do, I love this show. I love this show a lot, but. It, Me too. I mean, I'm. It just, yeah, it just sucks how it ended. But yeah. So there's, there's the Game there's of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Uh, I, if you have a counter argument, which <laughs> I would be very surprised. You would. I feel like but you should. I feel we you should let us know on our Instagram. Yeah. What your argument? Try it. We'll discuss it in the next one if we get any. But like, I feel like we've covered all bases. It's. I just feel like if there is a counter argument, it's something that yeah. we've already discussed. I think the, the most people who are gonna, you know, who are gonna listen to this podcast will probably agree with us. At least by the end, we had too many facts why it was terrible. I mean, the main argument was that this is how George R. R. Martin wanted it to end. And yeah, I do like it, but that wasn't the point. It's how it got there, not where it went. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's Game of Thrones for you. Yep. Uh, be on the lookout. Our next podcast oh, yeah. is not going to be another... What? By the way, we should have said spoiler alert. <laughs> Bro, they, they know. I don't know. Well, I know even some people don't. We don't mention anything crazy until toward, until towards we like spoiled in the entire. No, but what entire... I'm saying is like the way we started is like, how do you feel about Game of Thrones? They shouldn't know. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So that's the end of this <laughs> podcast. The next podcast that we're gonna do is gonna be another smut exhibit, yeah. which is something I'm really excited for because I love doing that show. Uh, I think we're going to do uh, The Devil and Miss Jones because it's such a it's regarded as regarded highly as one of the yeah, best, better it's ones. It's iconic. For me it's the best one. It's the best vintage one I've ever seen. Um, so I don't know. If you want to follow along and have a better idea, you should probably watch <laughs> Oh, yeah. Definitely go it. ahead and check the movie out. Watch it's it. It's not creepy then, or anything. Yeah, you can just then, watch it like a movie. Yeah. I mean, there's... A, so, uh, <laughs> I already want to talk about it, dude. Real <laughs> quick, though. Okay, No, real quick for one thing. The thing about this one is that not only is the the movie part of it good but like the sex scenes are get fucking ridiculously disgusting yeah okay oh, anyway uh, okay <laughs> now i really want it. Right. now i really want to watch it <laughs> so yeah be sure to tune in for that um, it's funny do you have anything before we go um no no i think we're good yeah thank you so much for listening yep and since we don't we aren't on a schedule who knows when it's going to come out yeah this will come out when it comes out (laughs) i want to try to do it this weekend yeah all right this is a long uh, episode so it's gonna be quite a bit it's gonna take it'll probably take me a day to get it to you (laughs) (laughs) bye Since I met you, baby, my...